everyone. I'm Marco. I'm Lea and welcome back to Post-it Talks. To be honest, I'm not listening the podcast <laughs> again because I hate my voice. But sometimes I'm, I'm listening to check if everything is okay. And our intro, to be honest, is the best part of the podcast. It really is. And that's why today we are here, <laughs> the producer, the guy who made it, Wilhelm. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. And uh, he's a student at Sonic. And uh, that's why today we are going to talk about uh, sound, design, how to make music and blah, blah, blah. All these things that Wilhelm know better than us. How are you? Quite all right. A little bit cold, to be honest, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be better when you get into into the show. Yeah, it is cold. Uh, what's the story behind you going into sound and music? Oh, uh, I mean, that I mean, we have to get, you know, far back uh, in, in my childhood, to be honest. My, my father played the guitar. Uh, so like in my upbringing, I'm very used to music and be exposed to music. So I started playing the drums at six years old, I think. Uh, and that was kind of like my way into music, but you know more about producing and making sound came in when you know the COVID hit, and we were all isolated at home, and I had no band to play in or anything, and just playing drums by your own is very boring to be honest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just installed a door and and started you know in in a workspace and tried to you know be my own band, and that's how yeah all the music production started. Okay, how many instruments do you play? Uh, like, uh, I think... Or what instruments, maybe? What instruments? You know, drums, of course. Uh, and I play piano, guitar, and bass, as you heard in the intro. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, experimenting with sound design, I would say it's also kind of an instrument, and you have to get, you know, the knowledge of how to do it. It's pretty complicated. So uh, Maybe, I don't know, six instruments or so. Wow. I yeah. can play Hallelujah on guitar, and that's about it. That's a pretty good song to start with. <laughs> I think yeah, we all but do. it's the only one. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I can whisper. Is it in English? Whistle. 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 Okay. Yeah. Whisper is... Sorry. <laughs> this is whispering. I can whistle. Yeah. I would love to sing. I mean, that's the only instrument I can't play, and that would be... Uh, the voice is also a powerful instrument. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a, but it's like you mentioned in, in like in the beginning. It's yeah. so frightening to hear your own voice. Do you want to give us a um, uh, soul? Oh. Oh. That's nice. No. You have a good voice. Nah, I don't think so, man. <laughs> Anyways. So you said you know more or less how to play six instrument. Yeah. Uh, what about like digital sound? Like sound created digitally, not from a real instrument do you know something do you yeah, explore yeah. that field yeah i mean that's i think what you mentioned is something called midi uh in, in in what we call a door which is a digital audio workstation it's like the program we work in what do you call it uh photoshop just for okay. music okay kind of uh and that's something called midi and that's the digital uh instruments we play and midi is something you can just draw kind of like plug in uh, in, in your door, so you don't have to be theoretical or anything about music. You can just start trying to draw something uh, and, and see how it sounds. And you can choose the instrument then. Wow. You can choose drums or bass or piano or anything else. So the thing is about modern you know, music production is you, you just need a laptop and a door, like wow. yeah, the audio station, and then you can start making That's super yeah, cool. Mm, very much so. But you study at Sonic. Yeah. 
I do. How did you get into that? I mean, quite a long road, to be honest. I think the first thing like you have to do is like you have to be determined on this is what you want because it's just you don't just apply for something and then you get in. You have to really mean it. Uh, and also like the afterwards thing about a job and stuff, you probably also think about those things. Then mm-hmm. it's not like just a nine to five job and you're not guaranteed a stable payment. So you really have to be like determined on this is going to be, be your thing. So I think it's a bit the good and the, and the bad things on your job is your creativity. Mm. It's like, this is the balance. It's like, okay, you have to be really passionate about it and you really need to mean what you're doing because it's like take a lot of effort, a mm. lot of time. Mm, mm. You, you really need it to want it. So in, I think it's a bit the, the angel and the devil of work with the creativity. But, but I mean, I, I used to actually study uh, engineering. Oh, really? uh, yeah, I did. just for like a half a year, not, not that long, but that was all, always like my plan. Even when I was a child and played a lot of music and I think a lot of friends and, and family were like, you're going to do something in music. But I was always like, oh, it's too unstable and I have to get a real job. All those kind of thoughts we all know. Mm-hmm. And then I started just missed the music so much. And that's when I, you know, started on looking which, it, it, you know, educations there is for, for music. And when I started in, in like the doors and working with sound design, that's just so big universe of different opportunities and not just you having to practice drums or something. It's more, you know, creative. And, and then I just found Sonic for that was the education for me. That's so interesting because I was also on the engineer pathway. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when I was younger, it was kind of this thought that doing something creative you won't get a job you won't have a stable income so it's interesting that even children think about this yeah and it's awful also yeah yeah, i just think that whenever we as a child you know mention our dreams it's always talked about as dreams Mm. and not as like opportunities for something that you can you know educate yeah definitely yeah yeah so what do you do at sonic i mean I'm I'm a first year, so there's still a lot of things to do. And but I mean, we work a lot, you know, in in like the technical kind of things and get to you know the the know-how of how to work with with sound design. Right now, here in the beginning, is like getting a base, like a, a foundation of just base knowledge that we all can use later on. Uh, so it's about artistic choices and how to you know just build up like a narrative of sounds and and how to to choose sounds and how to name sounds like there's a whole naming system of different samples and sound and it's actually sometimes i get like a feeling of this is somewhat engineering stuff sometimes Mm. and i get you know flashbacks from from being an engineer it's more technical than i thought it would be okay because sound engineering is also something right is uh, it more like concerts and films and this kind of thing? Yeah, or? it's more like a when when you do a post production and you have to you know make the sound quality as best as it can be. Mm. Uh, you know, sound engineering is a very broad uh, title. Yeah, know, more technical being a, a sound engineer than a sound designer. Okay, I would say um, there are some exciting project or initiative that you're involved that you're working on that maybe you can share us. Yeah, for sure. Right now, I'm uh, actually being a sound engineer uh, for a band in almost called Sandlöber. 
which is uh, like a Nordic jazz band, and they just recorded a live session of them playing uh, in their practice studio uh, with some, to be honest, not that great acoustics and, and microphones. And then I have to, you know, do a better quality of sound. Uh, and then they're going to post it on YouTube and stuff. And then at some point, uh, they're going to come to Sonic because we actually have a recording studio, which is pretty nice. Uh, yeah, there's some very lovely microphones and acoustics and stuff. So it's going to be, you know, hopefully industry standard when, when they come here and, and record. And that's going to be in February, I think. And then we're going to publish it in the spring sometime. Nice. And what kind of, they are a band? Or? They're a band, yeah. Rock band? Uh, no, uh, jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, they're just going to come down and play live and we have a whole weekend and we're going to track it all. And then we're going to spend so many weeks and just fixing it all and making it sound sound great. A first taste of what's going to be your future job. Hopefully, kinda. yeah. It's going yeah. to go on my, my portfolio. That's cool. That's for sure, yeah. How, how is it um, a portfolio for a um, sound designer? Like, where, yeah. where is it? Where, what platform? What uh, yeah. outcome? Is, it's how funny is you it? ask because we right now we're just uh, designing our own website uh, actually at the school. It's going very slow. I mean, oh my God, it looks so shitty, like something from the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> right now, hopefully it's going to get better. Yeah, and then we uh, we just publish like a video, if there's some game audio we have done or, I don't know, media, film production, anything. Or if we actually just produce music, that's the thing. We can do a lot of, you know, different kind of stuff. So it's also, you know, game audio, film production, and also like the sound engineering of producing an album okay yeah do you have like a niche like something within sound that you like doing more than other things uh like a niche not yet maybe later on i think yeah. right now i'm more like searching uh for different opportunities and ways to be creative mm. um i did one thing i'm pretty proud of uh which is uh, a monologue from a film i just found it on youtube which is sad because then i don't have like the license to to publish it oh yeah oh. yeah but it's uh i think it's called timothy chalamet having a monologue and i just sampled that and in the full length and then i have to compose music and uh, sounds for like enhance uh what do you call it like the, the sphere or the atmosphere of wow. the monologue and that was mm. quite nice to you know get cool. a final result so you could just play it over the video because I haven't edited in the audio, but still there's music for it. It's pretty timed, uh, to be honest. So, yeah. Nice. So actually going into that, like licensing and mm. all these kind of things, because sounds is so abstract in a way. Yeah. What sounds are you not allowed to use? What, how do you figure this out? I mean, sounds that other, you know, have made uh, when, when you have something published, uh, you usually here in Denmark we have something called coda, and whenever you publish a, for example, this podcast intro, I have you know the license for. I mean, you guys use it, of course, but if somebody else is gonna take it and use it for something else, uh, I can show it that this is actually you know my license. Mm. So you're just gonna publish it and uh, in in a website, and, and they're gonna you know claim it for you. Okay. So you can't use sounds or anything else that people have used. I use something called splice which is um, people selling their samples uh, so they are royalty-free for the ones who's going to subscribe for this website. And right now, actually, some, uh, some AIs is actually going to, you know, you can, you can write down a text or ideas on a sample and then they're going to, you know, generate 
samples, you know, similar to this one. And that's all royalty free. So that's, I think it's going to be, be pretty interesting, you know, about uh, AIs and, and what they're going to do for samples. Yeah, definitely. So you are young and creative. Mm. Mm. And something that at least I definitely feel a lot is kind of this when you get the creative block, you stop, you mm. don't know what to do. Mm. I am actually in one right now. Yeah. Oh. What do you do to kind of get out of this this block? I, I, I take breaks. You know, I, I've tried before to just force my way through it, but that's so, you know, that claims so much of your energy. Sometimes it works. Sometimes that's what, what it needs to do, especially if you're on a, like a schedule. But if you're not, then breaks, honestly, like longer breaks for me works perfectly. Uh, so I try to find something else that, you know, it's not frustrating, but it's still like, you know, creative. Uh, I've been painting before, do, mm. doing something else that, you know, inspires me and just be like, I'm going to forget all about music. And then I'm going to come, you know, back to it. And, and sometimes I have, you know, renewed energy for it. I, I, I think that's, a, you know, a cliche way to do it, but sometimes it works for me. Yeah, and other I times I just have to find a, t a tutorial, like a very nice tutorial or something completely new you have never, you know, thought about. Yeah, yeah, I sparks think the energy in me. I agree completely because for me, I need to zoom out, change completely mm. field on what I'm doing. So when I come back there, it's like I have a fresh mind, uh, fresh eyes to look at what I was doing. Because mm. sometimes, like, it's just like going inside out a loop and mm. you cannot get out and you just have to change loop mm. a bit and then you can get back there. Are you one of those guys who go around and sample sounds everywhere? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I think maybe one of the most famous examples of this is from um, Billie Eilish, Bad Guy, where they sampled the ticking sound in Australia think, yeah, from think, one yeah. of those uh, red green lights. Yeah. Yeah. So you go around and do this as well? I do. And sometimes that's like, that can also, you know, sparks creativity mm. once more. Uh, once, you know, there's a, uh, like a garden here in, uh, here in Colling was at least, I have no idea what it's called in English, but like small houses uh, with usually no electricity and it's very like Shel simple. Shelter. Say it in Danish. Uh, oh, okay. It's one of the colony <laughs> gardens. Like you have the... I don't know. No, okay, anyway. it's a very Danish concept. It's a very Danish concept. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I went there for a walk once. With I have like this Zoom recorder. It's a field recorder. So you could just bring it in your pocket wherever you go. And maybe the sound quality isn't the best, but it's still okay for sampling. And I found one of these gardens uh, and I went in there and there was a like a, a small fountain that was making such a nice noise. And I know it was like a private you know field but I, I just had to get that sound so i just climbed over the hinge and then get in the garden hopefully no one was there and then i just put a microphone in the fountain and started recording i was like oh my god what the fuck am i doing but yeah you know it, it, it works and i got home and it got me starting on like a watery kind of song if you okay. can call it that it's very so freaky very, cool. very freaky so sorry to whoever owns that garden <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> No, I think it's very interesting. Also, I sample colors, like mm. going around in nature. I see a color that I like. Mm. I use the, I can't remember the app right now, but it's an Adobe app and you can just kind of sample the color. Oh. But sometimes also, I think 
as you said, like the sound quality is not necessarily good. Like photo of a color is not necessarily what you are seeing. I think we all can relate to pictures of sunsets Mm. not being what you see. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, you know, sometimes it's not about, you know, the best quality, making the best result. Mm. Sometimes it's just finding, I mean, in, in my instance, like a shitty, I don't know, sample and make something cool out of it it's not always about you know the quality it's about you know finding the the, the creative spark yeah yeah <laughs> definitely yeah so what is a good sound and what is a bad sound or is it just purely subjective uh, purely subjective okay. no doubt um for me i think something with a with a like a a distorted bass mm-hmm. it, uh, it sounds very like heavy metal now but it's <laughs> no way like that it's more like can you give us an idea um when, okay when you sit in the cinema for example yeah. In a very you know big uh, sound system, and and something like a plane or something you know f- yeah. fly over you, and, and this you know low rumbling kind of sound. It, it, when you feel it in your chest, you know uh, when a bass okay. hits you okay. in the chest, I think that's a you know lovely lovely yeah. sound. Yeah, I also love that sound. Going yeah. to a concert and you can feel your your chest yeah. just beating yeah. with the bass. Yeah, love that. Yeah, for sure. In your journey with sound, are there any standout moments or experiences that made you think, yes, this is what I love doing? Mm, is it like sound design or just playing music? In Both? Nigeria? Both. I mean, playing music, I think it was when I went to uh, something called uh, Ifta School. Mm. After school. <laughs> after school. It's yeah, so yeah. bad translation. Yeah. After one year and a half in Denmark now. Yeah. I get no, it's when you're it. finished with what secondary school or and slash like high school. Preparing to go to the university. Yeah, kind of. Mm, exactly. I know, I know. And you can do something completely different when school. I uh, went to a school with a lot of, you know, music and I was very motivated to play the drums at that time. And back, you know, in my town where my parents live, it was a somewhat small town. I had a band. Uh, fortunately but they were not as motivated as, as me you mm-hmm. know so coming to the school and it was just full of people just wanting to play music and that you know really enlightened you know a spark in me and and you know want to keep on this journey with music so and, and i you know played the first concerts for other people than ah okay i've I, I played concerts before but like it was it's, it was more complicated music because there was some teachers who taught us something different than what you do in school or mm. what you get taught by your teacher ah interesting mm. but when it comes to sound design how did you get into that then mm. was it like purely by mistake or not mistake but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get what you mean i get what you mean um it's a good question you know because when i started the thing about doors and you know recording drums or guitars and, and stuff it's it's still you know the music you're used to it's not like sound design for films or anything else it could be but not like you're not making just a sound and i think when i started at the mgk here in culling it's like a a school a conservatory so so uh, i got a teacher there uh who taught me different ways of thinking in music so my own productions went from very simple instruments to a more electronic vibe and in that category you can find some weird sounds and for me it was like a whole new world just opened for how to be creative with sound because it's you have so many opportunities and so many choices you can do to color a different sound and make it your your own 
Mm. I think that was, um, you know, the thing that got me into into sound sound design. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to technology, actually, mm. there's big world of technology when it comes to sound and sound design yeah. and music and yeah. all of this. How do you kind of go on the line between what's real or what's not real? But it's not not real. But do you know what I mean? No, not <laughs> honestly, not really. <laughs> so kind of like navigating the tech side of things when mm. it comes to music and sound and versus maybe sounds that you find when you're sampling and this mm. kind of thing. How do you put them together? I mean, when... No, I think it's more like the balance between using these tools and maintaining artistic integrity of your work. I think it's more... So once there was the band that was like the one who played guitar, the one who played drums. The ah, one now we have the all these. The yeah. Yeah. And now maybe there is just one person yeah. that do everything. One yeah. man band, but yeah. without... Yeah. Without using, without you exactly yeah. without like all the cooperation of the instrument, it's mm. more like sample like the sound of the mm. guitar, sample the sound of the drum, make it together, and then. Mm. I mean, when when you talk about it being like producing a a track, the thing about in in the old days, uh, then you had you know yeah as you mentioned just a band playing. And and today you can just be one guy with a laptop just making the same, mm. not the same beat, but like you can make a beat that would be be listened to. Mm. Oh, that's, you know, that, that could be a very long discussion. But but my point of view is that I think it's nice that we bring people being musical uh, to, to make and be creative and not have to go spend, you know, back in the days, a studio would cost so much. Uh, it would be a million dollars for just a basic studio to record it, you know, a track. Uh, and, and today, yeah, as, as I mentioned, you just need a laptop. So yeah. now you bring out the, you know, opportunity for all people to just start creating, you know, music. Yeah. I, I think there's something beautiful in that. Mm, I'm kind of envisioning uh, Kigo or Kaigo, I don't know English. Uh, yeah, he's from my producer. hometown. And just uh, there was this news article about him just being a teenager in his room on his laptop, just making the music. And now he's one of the world's biggest artists, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. But Do yeah. you have a, um, how is it called? Art name? Artist, Art, artist name. Artist, artist name. name. No, no, okay. no, no. I, 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 oh, that's, you know, yeah, that's really hard to, you know, get stuck on. Mm. That's what you're going to call it. If you get, got an idea at some point. Ville Wilhelm. Ville Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any, anyone want to listen to Ville Wilhelm. That's some no. child music. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. something. Like oh. <laughs> now, I think it could be fun to make something speed up. Yeah. Before mm. closing, we can do, we can improvise something like uh, vintage and uh, and new, like uh, vinyl or Spotify. Vinyl. Jimi Hendrix or um, Swedish House Mafia. Jimi Hendrix. Um, <laughs> help me because I. I, I... Um, electronic or natural? Oh, yeah, uh, electronic. Uh -huh. Yeah. Real voice or auto tune? Real voice. Yeah, for sure. Band or a solo producer? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I feel like you know, just mentioning one is like it's gonna hurt me in some way. <laughs> I can't, I can't choose one there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite artist? 
Uh, yeah, right now I think I just been listening to Bonaibu. Oh yeah, quite a lot. They're good. Uh, yeah, love them. Yeah. Okay, so we are at the end, and I have given you now a post-it and a pen, and I would like you to summarize what we talked about today. Yeah. Uh, so what did you write down? I write down, wrote down being a part of the future in sound. Ooh. I think that's you know pretty summarizing. Yeah, definitely. Of what we talked about. Thank you so much thank for coming. So much, yes. Yeah, thank you guys. Yes. And uh, should we post it? Yeah, let's post it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>